All right, amen, amen. We're going to have some fun this morning in the name of the Lord, all right? It's going to be an awesome morning. Uh, why don't you all go ahead now and take a seat, and you're going to hear from a video about some of the cool things God has been doing. Three-year anniversary, City Light. The Lord has been so faithful over these last three years. It has been a wild ride. started at City Light Church, the goal was to plant these community center churches that can bless both physically and spiritually. Remember, the ministry is built off of Luke 4 and Isaiah 61, where Jesus is explaining his ministry, where God does this amazing work to send a group of people into a city, that those group of people bring the gospel, that the gospel creates restoration, changes lives, and then the people's lives who have been changed now raise up and create a new generation of people who know and love God, who can restore entire communities. Uh, this is the vision for what we want to see. And so our desire is to plant these community-centered churches here and all throughout the world. Uh, right now within the City Light family of churches, we have City Light Lao, City Don Luz, City Light Falls Church, City Light DC, and we just started a new one, the City Light Center in Tijuana, Mexico. We hope to see the Lord do many more of these, and I hope your heart is encouraged by these amazing stories you're going to hear and by what God is doing through each one of these churches. Hola, buen dia. Do we have the most powerful uh, message on earth or what? Yes, that message is the gospel. So that's how the family of churches were preaching this gospel, this powerful message that is changing lives. I'm Luis. I'm the pastor of Ciudad Luz. I want just to thank you for all the support. Uh, Ciudad Luz started uh, 18 months ago with four people on a Wednesday. Now we have around 60 people that are coming to know who Jesus is. And it's because of you helping us. We're working together as a family of churches because of our partnership Jesus is changing lives. Just a quick example, Luis, he was in prison, he got out of prison, and then he started asking if he can find a place to know more about God. They heard about Ciudad Luz, so they came last Wednesday. Jesus actually touched their lives, and now they start coming on a Sunday, and that's one, just one example of what God is doing in our community, and it's because of you. Thank you for all the support. Hey, how's it going, guys? My name's John Revelo, one of the pastors at Satellite DC, and God truly has been faithful this year. Now, we've seen His faithfulness and how He has unified a body of people and helped them persevere together, love together, and take them to a place of faith of where our next location may be. Because of your willingness, you have made it possible for us to serve the city. Because of the resources that you've given, whether directly or indirectly, you've helped us engage the city with the gospel. But more importantly, it's because of your prayers. And it will be your prayers that will help us move the gospel into the city so much more. Because of your partnership, Jesus has been changing lives. You know, I've seen teenagers in the detention center hearing the gospel for the first time. My favorite is Andrea. Two years ago, she didn't want to go to church, but through City Light DC, God has healed her. God has restored her trust, more importantly, to Him and to His people. And now she's one of our leaders in this church. She's one of the main reasons why we're having baptisms at this very day, at this, at Falls Church's third year anniversary. And so we thank you and we are excited what will God do through you, through us, to move and fill the city with his teaching. Hi, Sabaydi, Sabaydi Kap. My name is Pat Carney. I'm a Lao and Thai pastor here at City Light Church, Falls Church. We're involved in the DC area, reaching the Laotian and Thai community. Been doing this for 40 years. We know thousands of people. Most are Buddhists, most worship spirits. Very few come to Christ but God is at work. We're so thankful that this church had included us in the ministry here. We 
had a baptism this week. Three men were baptized at our home in our above ground pool. And we had a young lady. She came to Christ just two weeks ago. We talked about the gospel. I'd known her for 20 years. And after I shared again, she said, I want to believe in Jesus. We prayed together. She's at church every Sunday now. God's at work in our ministry here. And it's because of the City Light Church being so involved in our ministry here, helping us, supporting us, praying for us. God's got a great deal for our life in the future. We thank you. God bless you. We're really seeing the Lord do so much here at City Light Falls Church as he's bringing restoration to our people within our church and as he's bringing restoration to our city. I think of uh, Pamela, whose baptism testimony brought the roof down. You know, it was an amazing time last January where the Lord really has brought her into a new place, a new life through him as she heard the gospel online and now she's super involved here. I think of Stephen and Stephanie even just a few weeks ago who came under great conviction during a Sunday service, responded with repentance, baptism, and got married all within two weeks. Uh, the Lord is doing these kinds of life change things all throughout our congregation and throughout our city. Uh, super thankful and excited about that and really ready to continue to see God do great things. It's so exciting to hear the stories of what God is doing already over these last three years. Just in the last couple of months, we've opened our first international site at the City Light Center in Tijuana, Mexico. Very excited about that. Now, as we move forward, we're hoping to expand our family of churches to reach more and more people, both here in this D.C. area as well as around the world. So pray with us and join us in seeing God work, bringing the light to dark places through City Light Church. All right, hey, listen, we asked Pastor Pat, and uh, Pat leads our loud tie service, and we have Pastor Louise, you all know very well, and what we've asked them to do is to pray for us as a church, okay? But we're going to have them pray for us uh, in the language that they serve in, okay? So you everybody ready? All right, let's bow our heads in prayer. <laughs> อคุมบัชามีโอกาสที่มัสการที่บทนี้มีคมฟรองของสปานของลาของไทยมีไลคงคุมบัชามีโอกาสในมัสการบัชาวและคุมบัชาวไลไลคงมาที่บทฟังน
use it over the next three weeks, bring it back, because we're using it for our sermon outlines as well, okay? All right? So this is your little guide to praise the Lord this week. All right, here we go. Illyrio, tell us about what's going on globally. Absolutely. It's great to be with you. You know, as we celebrate today, it's always a great reminder to be, to know that we're part of something bigger than ourselves, right? We know that God is working. Uh, in Psalm 17, I was reading yesterday, and it says, Would you uh, wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge? And so when we think about what God's doing globally, it's awesome to see how God orchestrates and weaves things together. Uh, we have been able to invest over $400,000 since the beginning of this church uh, globally. Just to put that into perspective, uh, a similar sized church that's maybe already been going on for a long time would have given maybe even less than 80000 So we have done five times more than the average church uh, in the United States. Uh, and you can see some of these stats. And that represents... Uh, full-time workers serving, there's weekly volunteers, there's uh, the thousands of people have heard the gospel at least three times in a compelling and relevant way because of our faithfulness. And so there's so much to highlight. There's baptisms going on in India and churches planted. Uh, there's poverty alleviation through local churches in Guatemala and Uganda. Uh, faithful friends like Ariola using her coffee business in Mexico to mobilize students and reach students and have them go serve. You guys can show some of these pictures in the back. Uh, um, and, and reach even tribal groups. There's urgent needs that we have met in Ukraine and in Haiti. Uh, children, special needs children in, um, in Ethiopia have a shelter because you were faithful, uh, because we've been faithful. And most recently, we have our first international city light mission center started in, uh, in, in there in, in Tijuana, which is one of the most dangerous cities in the world. These are all just little examples of what God's doing. They're little symbols of what we want to do here in the United States and far from here. They're symbols of God's faithfulness to us. And I want to encourage you that as we're faithful to invest, as we're faithful to pray, as we're faithful to see God work here and far from here, uh, there's work going on while we sleep. There's people who are faithfully serving, and we get to be a part of that. We get to thank the Lord for that. And so, uh, you know, church, we're just getting started. And uh, I look forward to many, many years of seeing God do amazing things as we faithfully serve him. Thank you, thank you. And we've got uh, the Lord doing all kinds of things here through us, okay? So come on up, Mark. Uh, Mark is from the Send Network, and uh, he wants to tell us, I, I just, look, I want you guys to enjoy the fact that we just walked into this building a couple of years ago, didn't even know if we could rent it for uh, a service in the morning or not. And now we sit here two years later as a hub that is sending out ministry all around the world and locally. So, Mark, would you share with us? He's in charge of the Send Network here, planning churches all around the D.C. area. Tell us how we're using this hub uh, for the Lord. Yeah, I just want to. I'm going to back up a little bit because in 2009, I packed up everything I owned and moved to the D.C. area to actually plant a church with my family. And one of the first things I did when I got to the D.C. area was look for other church planters to find some camaraderie. I could find two in the entire D.C. area. And what has happened since that time has been nothing short of amazing. With Send Network, we've been able to plant over 100 churches in the D.C. area. And it's a diverse network. Uh, we have Ethiopian church plants. We have Hispanic church plants. We have... Asian and African brothers planting churches because, as you may know, there's 168 languages spoken in the D.C. area. It's the third most linguistically diverse city in the world or in the country, in, 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 uh, in America. And so we need, we need a diverse network. And, and City Light has been a crucial partner in that effort. Uh, in fact, tomorrow morning, we will be in this room with 10 new church planting candidates who will be going through church planter assessment so we can assess them to say whether God's calling them and has gifted them and they are able to go out and plant a church. And City Light has been a key partner for us, just generously opening your building and allowing us to use it. We've used it for trainings. Uh, we had 65 church planters in here just two weeks ago doing a training on uh, with with uh, with. Our, a couple of our guys here, and uh, it, it's, been, it's been amazing. And so I just want to, from Send Network's standpoint, I want to thank you guys 
for just generously partnering with us to make the advancement of the kingdom possible here in the D.C. area. Uh, truly, from the bottom of my, of my heart, uh, just appreciate City Light, and you guys have been uh, a wonderful, wonderful partner. Praise the Lord. Hope we be used for money more. Listen, thank you, Mark. <clears throat> One last thing before I turn it over. I just wanted to tell you, and this won't happen unless, we, unless I do this. So uh, would you join with me and praise the Lord for Kristen and Nate, too, and for how God used them? And uh, especially, there you go. Uh, And, uh, and, and especially for Kristen, especially for Kristen, yes. She's doing all the heavy lifting. That's right. There we go. All right, there we go. All right. Well, we praise the Lord. All right, let me pray for you, and we're going to go next. Jesus, we're so grateful. Keep us focused on you, and thank you, Lord, for godly leaders that we can follow and see you lead us, Lord, one step closer to you. In these last days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Carolina. Oh, we got a video. Oh, this is going to be so great. You guys are going to enjoy this. I got to see it. All right, Carolina, here we go. Carolina Dotel, and I'm from Liaison at Fosio High School. City Light Church has been a blessing to the community. During these three years, they're constantly and consistently have support the community. Feeding, clothing, uh, providing um medications, even furniture. That's just an example um, of any time that we reach out to the church, uh, the members and the volunteers step in right away. I can provide a few examples of the many, many, many times they have impacted the life of a family. Recently, there, there is a teen mom that wasn't coming to school because of a toothache. Um, the school personnel um, took her to get evalu an evaluation and there was a root canal recommended that cost $1,400. She is, aside from being a teen mom, she's also homeless. So there was no family to take care of it. Uh, we contacted her like church, they immediately took care of it. Now, what we didn't know at that time is that there was a person in the community that said that he is a dentist in his country of ori origin country. And, and he offered to go to her home, she doubles up, to go to her home to get the tooth out to extract the tooth, and he also gave her medication from a different country. So we don't want to think about what consequences could have been if she allowed a person to do the job. But the truth is, without City Light Church, that was the only option that she had. Another case, um, this family, um, single mom with three kids, they also shared the two bedroom apartments with another families. They only had two beds where the four of, all, four of them sleep. And City Light Church brought them a dining table with the chairs, a microwave. The mom was so thankful and so appreciative because two guys that she didn't know sleeps in the living room. So having a microwave gave her the opportunity that her daughters could warm up the food in their bedroom without having to be at night where mom is working, where those gentlemen are. Recently, our school began its remodelation and everything is just crazy. We were serving last year 75 families with one month, one once per month for distribution. And we were very concerned because we don't have any room to storage the food or anything. Once more, seated light church says, present. And they will be taking care of the families from October to May. Seated light church has been a light to the community. 
and we are we can just say thank you from the bottom of our heart to each member of the church and the volunteers. May God bless you. Happy third anniversary. Amen. Uh, Carolina has been one of our most uh, faithful partners at the high school, and I uh, wish she could be here today, but she had some other things, so we got the video, and uh, she just loves what God is doing, and, and her heart is really in it, and it's been an awesome uh, connection and partnership. I love uh, the details of her stories are so helpful for you to realize the importance of even a microwave, you know, and the little things that, that need to be happen and the blessings that we can be in light of every personal situation in our city. And so I just want you to take some of those details of those stories and just spread it out over and over and say, man, there are so many lives to reach, so many people who need the Lord as we have experienced him, so many opportunities for us to to share the gospel. And so uh, not only has the Lord been working around in our city, he's also obviously been working within our congregation. And so I wanted to invite Sonny up. Y'all welcome Sonny. And Sonny's going to share a little bit about how the Lord ha- has used her and blessed her this last year in the midst of a difficult situation. I wanted to tell you a story about God's faithfulness and his sovereignty, and it comes from a chapter in my life. Earlier this year, my husband passed away unexpectedly, and about a month before that, after a very, very difficult marriage of 20 years, I had left him. When Doug passed away, I had to return to the place where I wanted to be freed from, And as I began processing uh, settling Doug's estate and his business, I lamented. Boy, Mm. did I lament. And I whined. And I said, God, surely, after all these years, I never asked why. I never complained. And I never lost faith in you that you would deliver me out of this place. And you did. And then in a month, you yanked me right back to the place where I was running from. Right? Um, So after I was done with whining, I started the negotiation phase. And I said, God, I trust, and I know that you're sovereign. Only if you could show me a little preview of where you're taking me, then all these things that happen, I'm okay with. Because at the time, there were a number of things that had to happen in certain order with my job, being a part of a city-like preschool team, and settling Doug's business and his estate. Well, guess what? Things got untangled in about two weeks. So one morning, I was talking to my girlfriend, and I said, guess what? And this happened, and that happened, and that happened. And then a huge light bulb went off. And I said, oh, my God, this is the preview. I said, God, you heard me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right? And I was like the girl whose parents just told her she could eat all the ice cream she wanted. (laughs) Well, part of God's first step to restore me was to put me in the City Light preschool team. So every Tuesday through Thursday, my sole focus became what can I make for these six children So they would like it, and I would get as few of, what's that? That's green. I'm not eating that. As few of those comments as possible, right? So no matter what was going on in my head, when I saw those children, all I thought about was, what can I make? What what would they eat? And there's nothing better of self-esteem building than a four- and five-year-old kids give you thumbs up on what you made for for them their lunch, right? Um, God knew exactly that putting me in the City Light preschool team would water my heart like the spring rain. I'm standing here today only through God's grace and his faithfulness with my heart full of joy, and I'm able to share this story with you. So if you are or if you know anybody who's walking in a dark tunnel, be encouraged. You have to keep walking. There's no magic. While You have to trust God, but you have to keep walking, and I guarantee he will bring you out of the darkness and into the light. Hold on, baby. I want to thank the City Light family for all the prayers, love, and support for me and Daniel earlier this year. We're truly grateful. So, thank you. This is the the devil working, kind of. There we go. Um, and praise the Lord. It, it's been great uh, to walk with you, Sonny, through all of this and to see your faith uh, and to see the Lord refine your life and to use your life. And so uh, we love having you here. And uh, my kids have been blessed by your food. So uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, those kinds of stories are happening all around our congregation where people are finding healing and hope 
uh, and rest because of the community that you guys have been building and the love that you pour out and the environment that is so conducive to the work of the Holy Spirit uh, here where people can find real hope and real help like we talk about all the time. Uh, In light of the preschool, I want you to hear a little bit of what God is doing at the preschool that we started last January. So I'm going to invite our kids director, Valerie, up. Y'all welcome her. She does all the heavy lifting, all right? So, uh, and every parent said, amen, praise the Lord. We love Valerie so much. So uh, she's going to share a little testimony from the preschool. Awesome. I have also been blessed by Sunny's food. So thank you, Sunny. Um, Good morning, everyone. I'm used to a much younger, shorter, louder (laughs) crowd on Sundays, so I'm not sure who makes me more nervous. Um, As you all know, last January, we had the privilege of starting a pilot program with City Light Preschool with the intent to really provide spiritual and educational formation to our children here within the church, but also our children outside in the community. Um, We wanted a classroom that looked like heaven, and so we set out to do that by bridging cultures, languages, backgrounds, all children in one place um, to really make it a place that looked like heaven. In order for this work to be sustainable, we knew that we had to take it outside of just the four walls. I had the privilege of being with the kids during the week, and we also set out to do home visits with the families um, outside in the community. Um, And that very quickly taught us it wasn't just about what would Jesus do, but also where would Jesus be. And so within the first week, we found ourselves in the home of our sweet Katerin um, and her mom sitting in what doubled as their family room and their bedroom um, and just got to do work with them. We found ourselves um, sitting in their family room and realizing very quickly that our four-year-old student, she was readily and excitedly able to scroll through TikTok, but when we put a crayon in her hand and tried to do a craft with her, she wasn't even able to hold the crayon yet. Um, So it was eye-opening. It was just eye-opening is really the only word at that point. Um, And so as we started to do work with them, we realized and learned so much about them. They had been in the country for eight months and um, had left El Salvador, leaving family behind, even the mom leaving her other son behind to come to the country and try something new. Um, So we spent the next five months investing in Katerin in the classroom. Here she is. She is just the sweetest thing. Um, And we witnessed her quiet and shy spirit quiet and shy spirit, um, which was always wiggly until Bible time being settled by the time, every time we opened the Bible um, and got into the word of God was the only time she would lock in and really be clued into what was going on, which is only something the Lord can do. It was nothing we did. Um, She quickly learned to socialize with peers in English. She learned to count to 10 in English and Spanish. She learned all her colors in English and Spanish. And at the end of the year, uh, my favorite part of all is she reflected on her um, preschool Uh, year, and she said her favorite memory of the entire year was getting to learn about Jesus, um, which was just, I mean, we went to the zoo, we had Sunny's lunch, many kids said other things. She said learning about Jesus, which again is only something the Spirit can do in a young heart. And so um, we've seen her grow. We had the privilege of getting to actually take her to a kindergarten um, open house where she was talking to me about Jesus on the whole way to school. And as soon as we got down in the parking lot, was greeting literally everyone in English, like random people, just saying like, hello, hello, hello. I'm like, who is this kid? Again, only work that the Lord could do. Um, with mom specifically, as we watched Katerin grow, we also got to see mom grow. And so mom... Um, was really being strengthened and equipped to be the mother that the Lord has set her out to be, teaching her what it looked like to really parent with God at the center of their home. Her journey and past had stripped her of so much, and getting to really equip her with who the Lord says she was versus what her past said she was um, is the work that we got to do with her. Um, One time specifically, we got to challenge her with either picking a parenting goal or a goal that she wanted to do with the Lord, and she picked a goal with the Lord, which was to spend time reading her Bible and praying every week, um, which was incredible to see. Um, And so the Lord is so gracious to have shown us fruit through the lives of all of these kiddos, In this case, specifically Katerin, um, we have seen that there are so many needs, both in the congregation and in the community, but we are all unified by the need for Jesus. And so we've kicked off this year with 11 new kiddos and are so excited to welcome them. Um, We've almost doubled in size um, and energy and all the things in there. Um, So we're really excited. So pray along with us that we continue to see fruit in the way that we got to see in the life of Katerin and her mom. Thank you. Thank you. you know, one, one story like that is worth a whole three years' worth of work. Amen? I mean, uh, it really blesses me to, to hear about that. That was the goal of what we wanted to do. And I really want you to envision with me, even just through this, this isn't even the whole church, what God's doing at every level. Just in the preschool, over years and years, God can really, I believe, tell that story 100, 200,000 times over. 
and that we really can, by the grace of God, see a community transformed and see a new generation raised up from brokenness into beauty by the grace of Jesus. This is what we want to see. So day in and day out, preschool in, preschool out, one service here, one outreach there, little by little, meeting in lighthouses, praying, asking the Lord, all these things are coming together so that little Katarine can come in, hear about Jesus, get the physical help she needs, and most importantly, the spiritual help she needs. Uh, God, I believe, is going to tell that story thousands of times over, and we're going to get to be a part of it. And so I hope you're super excited about that. I'm super thankful. Props to our, our City Light preschool team, Val, Austin, Sunny, Christy. You guys kill it every week, and so we're super thankful for you guys. Jess, Jess now too, yes. And we're not leaving you out. You just joined Jess as well. This is great. It's great. So the Lord's really using it. Uh, in light of continuing to make a difference in the community, one of our partners is Young Lives, so you're gonna, which uh, ministers to teen moms. Uh, well, you're going to listen to a video about uh, Jesus changing the life of one of the mentees, and then you're going to hear from Esther, who leads it, about what God is doing. So go ahead and fix your eyes on the screen and hear a testimony about God's grace. Tania, ¿qué impacto ha tenido Young Lives en tu vida? Um, John Lives ha tenido un impacto muy bonito en mi vida porque antes me sentía sola y hoy asistiendo a este maravilloso grupo muchas cosas han cambiado en mi vida ya no me siento sola me siento feliz y apoyada por todas las del grupo y estoy contenta por pertenecer a este grupo me están ayudando a entender sobre la verdadera vida y verdadero amor con nuestro Señor Jesús y espero lograr tener una relación con él y llevar por el camino de Jesús a mi hija Melanie. Ok, gracias. Hi, my name is, yes, amen. What a incredible story. Um, and a Young Lives exists to introduce teen moms and their babies to Jesus and to help them grow in their faith. And uh, we launched in January of 2020, and City Light has been a part of that launch from the very beginning. You've partnered with us in so many incredible ways, uh, financially opening your building to us, inviting us to your events, and including us uh, in the things that you do in our community here. So we are so, so grateful uh, for that. We're grateful that we have the opportunity that Christ's love compels us to go step into the lives of teen moms um, and to walk with them through the challenges of parenting and high school and drama and trauma. And uh, the most beautiful thing that City Light has given us is uh, six incredible mentors, many who are sitting in this room this morning who love Jesus and who love teen moms and believe what I've heard Pastor Nate say, that this is a launching pad. Uh, and so they're going and they're doing it and they're loving teen moms in incredible ways. And, and so you got to see Aleha uh, with her mentee in that story of what Christ is doing in Tanya's life. And uh, we heard this this spring about a mom who uh, is sitting in our little teeny tiny four-person uh, Bible study said, you know, before I had all these misconceptions of who Jesus was, I, I don't know how to reconcile my earthly father to a heavenly father. Um, but my Young Lives mentor and Young Lives is showing me who the real Jesus is. Um, we had another team mom who went to camp with us last summer and gave her life to Christ and came home and had her baby dedicated at Ciudad Luz. Uh, so there's incredible things that are happening. We're so, so grateful for this church. We wouldn't exist without you and your support. So thank you so much. Amen. Well, the Lord is doing an awful lot, and uh, this service could go on and on and on uh, to celebrate all the things that God has doing. I wanted to give you a picture of some of the things he's doing within our community, some of the things he's doing within our church, uh, and the lives of people in the church and the lives of the city around us. And so that, I hope you see, is just a taste of the things that God is doing through your participation, your generosity, your energy, your time, effort, your faithfulness. Uh, God is using it to change lives. And we're excited not just what God has done, but what he's going to do. And so uh, the last few weeks, we talked about our fish tank idea and the proposals that would come in so that we could catalyze the work. And so what we wanted to do was say, hey, God has put something special in your heart, uh, and we just want to help blow some wind on that. Uh, we had over 26 proposals come in in the last three weeks, uh, and so hopefully one day we can do them all. Uh, we're excited. They're also wonderful, so many great ideas. The Lord has given you guys so many passions to reach people in so many ways, and so we're super excited about that. 
Uh, and so we hope to see all of them in existence soon. For today, we're just going to present three to you uh, for the sake of time, but there's so many wonderful things to do. So I want you to welcome uh, Drew and Keeler are going to come up, uh, at Stefano and AY, and Lindsay and Cole, where are we at? All right, Drew and Keeler, Lindsay. You won't call it. Cole's, oh, he's serving, of course, of course. Good for him. All right, Stefano and AY. So uh, these three uh, groups uh, have three different ideas, and we're going to start to catalyze them uh, to see the Lord work. And so we'll give them each just a few seconds to share uh, what they're doing and why God has put it on their heart. Morning. Good morning. Hi, everybody. I'm Drew, and this is my wife, Keela. Um, our, our fish tank proposal is to offer free basketball sessions in our community for anybody to come for free. Um, and a little bit about why I was, as a former uh, high school teacher and a high school basketball coach, um, I've actually worked with teens in this community who are expelled for various reasons, helped them transition back in their base school. So I think I have a passion in this community particularly. Um, and I just have seen a lot of people, a lot of students who lack positive role models or a strong community around them when they go home or whatever that might be. So I just like to use um, the connection of sport along with the power of the Holy Spirit to, uh, to sow into these youth lives at a pivotal time. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Uh, so I want you to think like categories, and so let's go after all the youth sports. Let's use sports as a tool uh, to reach kids. God's put it on their heart, and I know the Lord's going to do mighty things with that. Uh, and Stefano, AY, why don't y'all talk about what God wants to do through you? Yeah, so our idea is uh, Faith and Fades, and uh, yeah, he, <laughs> thanks to AY. Oh, AY will give it back. Uh, uh, yo, my name is AY. Um, Stefano, and um, just a backstory about this faith and fades. Um, so during the the pandemic, uh, obviously a lot of barbershops were closed and everything. So uh, I decided to learn how to cut some fades. Uh, during that time, as you can see, I got a fresh fade today. <laughs> All me, baby. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. So uh, for a little bit, I was actually coming to church and giving other guys haircuts uh, during that pandemic, and uh, it kind of, I guess, uh, Lord just spoke to me in a way where um, it was a uh, very cool moment where you could come together and just uh, talk about life uh, with the boys, um, ladies too. If you guys know how to, you know, do women's hair, so you guys are all accepted. But uh, it was like the it was like a you know shining the light bulb moment where uh, there would be a creative way to share the gospel, right? And um, why not do it uh, the way um, we know how to do a creative team, and um, we didn't want to do the haircuts, so we decided to. Uh, use this idea and uh, go out to the community. And uh, Stephanie will talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so essentially what we're going to do is we're going to set up shop somewhere out in the community, maybe uh, Falls Church High School. We're still trying to figure that out. But we're going to be blessing kids with free haircuts and uh, fresh fades. And at the same time, we'll uh, have Nate there, and uh, we'll be sharing the gospel with them, asking those kids uh, in Spanish and in English uh, if they have any questions that they'd like to ask a pastor. And... Um, We'll be videoing all of this so that we could share with the rest of the world what the Lord is doing in Falls Church. Amen. Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm a second grade teacher. I do not have a cool graphic, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to share with you my idea. So I'm creating a teacher supply closet that teachers can access monthly where they can hear the gospel and be given free school resources, including things like notebooks, scissors, and pencils to better serve their students and communities. So many teachers, especially in Title I public schools, have to buy their own resources because schools are underfunded or they keep getting an influx of students. So I want to invite teachers in this area to a space uh, where they can meet their physical needs, but most importantly, meet their spiritual needs. Amen. Woo! Amen. All right. Well, if you could lay your hands out, we're going to commission them to do this work and pray over them now. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the privilege we have of participating in your work. You are already working in the lives of this community, in the lives of these youth, in the lives of these basketball players, in the lives of these teachers, in the lives of these kids on the streets out in the community. Lord, you're already working. And so we thank you that we get to go join that. We pray now 
for your blessing on Drew and Keila, on Steph and A.Y., on Lindsay Cole, Lord, on these ministries, Lord, we pray that you would use them mightily, Lord, and that a simple basketball would lead towards salvation, God, that a simple haircut would lead towards restoration, life change, and that some simple supplies would lead towards people being loved and cared for in the name of Jesus, God. We pray that you would use these little means we have. This is our two fish and five loaves. This is what we got. Uh, and would you use it, Lord, to bless and feed many with the gospel? We love you so much, and we commission them now to do your work in your name. And everybody said together, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, guys. Y'all go sit down. Uh, and I'll, I'll be excited to roll out over time, uh, following up with more and more. We got so many proposals. And if you want to keep pitching your ideas, please do that. We'll leave that open uh, just to continue to discuss those things more and more. Uh, as we, as we uh, think about what God is doing, I want to put this word hub in front of you as what I think God is working out in the life of City Light. That not only would this building be a hub for the work of ministry in so many ways, that this building would be a place of restoration, life. Uh, I don't know how many of you remember that story of the construction worker that came out of the bathroom and threw his hands up and says, I feel the Holy Spirit, all right? So I'll never forget that. That was probably a year or two ago. I don't know if you remember. Who remembers that story? Y'all like, nice, stupid enough to tell us again. Okay, so uh, that idea, though, that we really dedicate the Lord, the, the, the building to the Lord, and that there's something spiritually significant about this physical place. Uh, we use it for training churches, we use for church plans, we use this for blessing little kids, we use this to pray and to worship, we use this to do a million things. Uh, and so using the building as a hub from which many things begin, which is why we're really excited to continue the process of potentially buying the space. So we want you to pray. Uh, like I said a few weeks ago, we'll continue to update you on the process of information. Right now it's just all the, the paperwork and different things back and forth, and so we'll be happy to give you some updates hopefully soon. Uh, but that's the goal, and that's where I think the Lord is leading us prayerfully. He'll continue to open that door and that he'll continue to use this space and all the things we could do with it once we had it, all the renovations we could potentially make, all the other ways we could serve our city, uh, all the things we could do with it once it was ours. I know the Lord has good plans for that. So continue to pray. Uh, but most importantly, also, I want you to think about a hub as your heart. I want us to move forward with this concept that not only is the building and the space we have a hub for ministry, but our hearts are the hub for what God wants to do in and through our lives. In the same way that the Lord has used this space and our gathering together to spread forth everywhere and to bless as far as Tijuana and as far as Ethiopia and as far as these places, so it is with your heart that when you have a healthy church, many places can be blessed. And when you have a healthy heart, many people in your life will be blessed. This is how the Lord wants to do it. And so this idea of filling the city can't work unless you yourself are filled with who God is and what God wants to do. Spiritual impact does not happen because of will or exertion or force from yourself. It happens through a healthy heart that God happily uses for his glory. You'll have the greatest impact of your life when you are the most serious about being devoted to Jesus. When you are the most careful to be in his presence, this is why we have prayer gatherings where we just come and sit with the Lord. No agenda. We're just going to sing. We're going to pray. We're going to read the scriptures. This is why we celebrate who God is. So I want you to consider in your own life and to be challenged to say, man, my heart is a hub for what God wants to do in my home, in my city, and in my community. And as I get restored and filled up with who God is, I become a healthy heart. And from the healthiness of my hub, the Lord multiplies the work. And imagine that happening over and over and over again. I cannot emphasize enough the need for participation. Why are all these great things happening? Is it because one person, one idea? No, no, no. It's a million little pieces, a uh, hundred million different fingers out there, minds, brains, feet, serving, working, putting all of this together to create a space and spaces in which people can be served and blessed. And so at the level at which your heart is healthy to be a hub for ministry is the ceiling for what God wants to do in and through this church. And so if we are all pursuing a healthy heart with the Lord and cultivating holiness and a love for God, that we will have healthy hubs. And if you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of healthy hubs are going to create more and more and more impact in our city and around us. I never want us to disconnect the impact we can make from who we are as people. 
from who we are with the Lord. And to continue to see the Lord do more than we could ever ask or imagine. It's not going to happen because we have better ideas or more money or more people. It's going to happen because people continue to grow in holiness and healthiness with the Lord. So if we're going to fill the city, you have to be filled with who God is and what God wants to do in your life. And I know the Lord is making a difference precisely because we are doing that and precisely because we're committed to that work together. Uh, And so in light of that, I want you to watch one last video here uh, before we take a moment together about how God has been using prayer as a means by which we are going to do this together. Uh, And I want to also invite the staff up. And so I got two things I want to show you. So staff, can you all go ahead and come up? Staff team, if you're in staff meeting on Tuesdays, there's a million people I'd love to thank, but I'm going to bring them up right now. Y'all welcome City Light staff. Uh, So this is a lot of wonderful things, and we give God all the credit and all the praise. Amen? Okay, God gets all the glory. But, okay, practically speaking, God has been using this team. And so all the good things that you've seen is because this team has been dedicated to the work. Uh, And I want to make sure that we're able to honor them and bless them and encourage them today. And so because of prayer, which we're going to watch a video about, and because of this team's dedication, uh, the Lord has done all of these things. So I wanted to bring them up. I want to say thank you personally to each and every one of you for the work that you have been doing. Uh, This is really the funnest team, and we actually like each other. That's a blessing. Uh, They're all willing to work and do what God has asked them to do. There's one heart, one mind, one soul. Uh, And so I'm super thankful for you guys. Uh, And I just want to bring you up in front of the congregation and give the congregation a chance. Uh, If you're ever going to clap for me and my wife, you have to clap for them, all right? So why don't y'all go ahead. And honor them. Amen. Everybody stare at them awkwardly. Yeah! Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, in typical Nate Crew fashion, I had cards to give them. They were in my backpack in my office, which I forgot to bring right now. And so it's supposed to be this moment. I say thank you. You guys are great. I forgot those cards. They're in my office. So imagine me giving them a gift, all right, from you guys uh, so that we can honor them in that way. Uh, so I just want to say thank you once again. And I want you to be publicly honored uh, for the work that you guys are doing. I look forward to continuing to work with you guys, all right? So thank you very much. Y'all go ahead and take a seat. Woo, woo, woo. And just as an FYI, uh, Taylor is currently on base. He is in a military while working this last month, so he couldn't be here as one of the pastors. And John, uh, his wife, could have a baby at any minute, at any moment, right? Th- today is technically her due date, right? Uh, his wife, Leah. So uh, he's currently not here, you know, which is probably the best decision to stay married. But I wish he was. I wish he was here. That's probably what he should do, though. So uh, I want to thank the team. And I also want you to see that everything happened because of prayer. Uh, and our commitment to prayer over these years. So watch this video to learn more about that. We have been marked by a spirit-led dependence on prayer that makes things all about Jesus, a people hungry for God, a people who believe prayer makes a difference in the world, a people alive to the presence and value of Jesus. Restore started in an empty room. We learned to come for him, not for them. We learned the value of time in his presence the ascending effect of giving him more and more time, the melting of our hearts, the growth of our faith, the unifying of our minds, the gift of fresh zeal, a soul renewed in the presence of God. We learn to intercede with passion, to cultivate a participation in the mission of Jesus, first through prayer. This has been a full experience, and Jesus has always filled the room. Then he began to call others to this pursuit, Since immersed at the beginning of the year, there has been a constant rising engagement in this work, a wind of movement behind it. The Lord is marking us, a stamp of approval on this great endeavor to prioritize his presence and to be devoted to prayer. The first step to fill the city with the gospel is to fill our rooms with prayer. The Lord has shown us in the word that this is the way, and he is confirming it in our experience. We will only go as far as our prayers take us. As we move into year three, may we be more devoted to prayer so we can be more effective in the world. 
so Jesus can be magnified in the DMV and to the ends of the earth. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I don't know how many of you were here last night. We uh, just really went after the Lord together. It was awesome to see, uh, and I'll never forget uh, starting to pray in a room with nobody here in the pandemic uh, and really learning, man, it's about what God can do, and it's about the fact that Jesus fills the room. Uh, so whether you're at home by yourself or whether it's just a few people with you, man, Jesus is the one who fills the room. Uh, Jesus is the one who does the work anyways. And so we commit ourselves to prayer. We do it together. We do it individually. Uh, the reason why we're celebrating so much today is simply because we prayed. And I believe that with all of my heart because I know how dumb I am and you know how inadequate we are to say, I don't know how to pull any of this stuff off, uh, but the Lord does it. He just does it. So if we pray, the Lord's going to work and he's going to move. Amen. So we're going to continue to commit to that. Now, uh, in this next moment, I want you to apply and to personally think through how can you fill the city with the teaching of Jesus? Uh, how can you be a part of becoming a light so that the light can spread around? There's two things I want you to do. We have about five minutes. Uh, I'd love for us to do this together. Two things. The first thing is I want you to take communion, which should be on your seat, to remember the body and the blood of Jesus, to reflect on the fact that we're celebrating anything today because of his sacrifice for us on the cross. And then the second thing I want you to do is to consider what God is calling you to and to commit once again with the Lord to go be a part of everything God wants to do. And so this is how this works. You saw me mess with it earlier, okay? These are puck lights, and they turn on, all right? It says, fill the city. And what I want us to do is each one of you, when the moment's right for you, but we don't have a ton of time, when the moment's right for you, and to be considerate of space, to find a way, I want you to commit with the Lord, say, how am I going to participate? Because the only way anything good happens is when we all together participate. This is our core value, number six, that we are in this together. That you matter, I matter, we all matter to what God wants to do. You are super significant and important for what God wants to do. So I want us to own that together. And the idea is that each one of us participate collectively. We will fill the city with the light of Jesus. So a moment only matters as much as you make it, all right? So I want you to commit to the Lord. I want you to pray. So in the next five minutes, take communion, be thankful, and then consider how you're going to commit to the Lord. Come up, press your puck light. Hopefully it'll stay on the wall, but either way, the Lord receives it, uh, and we're going to celebrate after that with some songs and go after the Lord together. Okay, everybody good? You got it? Okay, so let's go ahead and do it. I'll pray to kick us off. Lord, we love you. We want to fill the city with your teaching, with your gospel, with your word. So would you now fill us, Lord? with your love, with your kindness, your grace, as we celebrate the body that was broken for us and the blood that was poured out and forgiveness of sins that we have on the cross, Lord, would you fill us once again afresh with love for you and love for others because of your love for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.